For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. We are here. We've got the lawn chairs. We're camping out. We are on season four watch. Yeah, I'm actually at home in bed because I'm a realist. Um, but yeah, that's that's good. No, you know, I mean, I'm proud of you. It's like metaf- metaphorically, like you know, we you know like how people camp out for like new games and stuff. We're just we're camping out for season four of Rocket League. I didn't think there was going to be a season four. I thought this was the last one. Oh. It's quite a possibility. So what I'm thinking when season four comes, I actually, someone tweeted this at me, that they're waiting this long because they're actually implementing Boatskitball with this newest update. With this next season oh, update, okay. everything's moving away from traditional fields and dumb stuff. So that's what you're camping Yeah, I'm for. actually underwater. I was doing this episode from Aquadome. Oh. I thought your voice sounded it, a little bit bubble, more bubble, bubbly. Bubble. Sorry, I had to spit out some water. That's what it sounds like when you're underwater, spitting it out. How do you spit out water in water? So, you take some water into your mouth on accident. Oh my goodness. And then you have to breathe in air. So, you use your gills and you go boop, boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. Right, your gills. Yeah, because, I mean, when you're waiting in Aquadome, the only way you can survive that map is with gills. Right. Welcome to Live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you straight to Rocketeer, all the while scoring our sexy, amazing voices. Hold on, there are children that listen to this podcast. Please re, please and retry they, that one. They just grew up a little bit. It is <laughs> your ASMR host, Knox Phoenix. I'm not doing that again. That was, that was like 20 episodes ago. And that was just like weird. I'm, I'm vetoing. Oh, you know. Who, who are oh, you? Oh, my name is Adam Savage. The no. still the host of Mythbusters, <laughs> still rocking it. Well, it's not. It's simply not true. We're getting straight into things this episode because we have so much to talk about. Starting with what seemed like it was just going to be a casual drop from our our dude over at Rocket Science, ended up taking the community by storm as he discovered a new mechanic when he was messing around with control bindings, finding out that you can actually bind a control to dodge forward instead of just dodging, to a separate key. He created something called the no-flip. Yeah, I'm sure you've I seen first it. saw this video and I was like, whoa, that looks pretty cool. And then I like saw that you actually had to like change your controls. I thought it was just going to be kind of like the half-flip thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was really excited when I was watching the video because I was like, oh, this is a really cool mechanic. This is actually really useful. I can't wait to you know put in some hours and learn this thing. And then like at the end, it's like, okay, time to talk about how I did this. You have to go to your controls, and you have to bind it. Like, wait, okay, what? <laughs> what? If you had like an extra button, maybe, because then you then you just like maybe. you keep dodge on A as well, and yeah, then exactly. you also bind but, that to like some random button on the back of your controller. But uh, as soon as I found out that you had to bind something else, I was just like, uh, no thanks, not for me. And then in that same vein, I was like, wait, if this means that you have to bind a whole other control to your controller. Uh, I don't want to learn this, but at the same time, I don't want this to work its way into the meta 
because then I'm forced to do it if I'm going to be a viable candidate for the hey, competitive you know, seat. I'm going I'm to give you some great news. Oh, give it to so me. So Corey saw this and he was like, nope, this isn't supposed to happen. <laughs> he tweeted out and he was like, yeah, this is not going to stay this way. Whoops. <laughs> is that... Wait, is that a direct quote? Um, it's a, it's a good paraphrase. He was like... I would suggest not learning said, the no flip or something. No, no, no. He said, "Don't get used to no flip." Period. Not intended. Period. So essentially, it's a bug in the game where uh, you're inputting two contradictory controls inputs at the exact same time, which is how the mechanic is working. Um, so it would make sense that it's going to get nerfed because it's it's an an unintended feature. However, this this does bring us to an interesting discussion and I know that we're supposed to be moving faster but um like this is kind of an important thing to talk about. Things like the half flip, canceling your flip. Um and and stuff like that. Tons of competitive games and very important tech teching and like mechanics and stuff within the games are actually things that break animations and break uh, you know, certain mechanics within a game. For instance, I'm going to go to, you know, one of the most mechanically intensive esports there is uh, and and talk about Smash Bros. Melee. And there's there's teching in, in Smash Bros. that, like, I mean, completely, like, capitalizes on some of this stuff, right? Where it's like you, if you activate your dodge at the exact moment that you're landing from a, a stunned fall, like you do something called, like, you know, a tech shine or, you know... Uh, I'm going to get, like, ripped apart by Melee fans after this. But, uh, you know, if you activate your jump and you dodge into the ground and you activate your shield at the same time, you'll do something called a wave dash. And, like, it's it's canceling animations with other animations and stuff. It's exact same kind of thing that's happening with a no-flip, except it's what makes the competitive scene so in-depth. So, are we giving up a vital part of what can make Rocket League a deeper mechanical game by writing this off as an unintended feature bug, even though it's just a difficult animation cancel. I mean, it definitely has its merits. Like, if this could be implemented, it's another way that you can... Another control thing. Like, I watched a certain video from Team Rocket, and just, like, one of their little tips on... I think it was, like, how to be a better player or something. How to, like, the 10 things you that pros do that you should do. Um, and mm-hmm. one of them was just, like, backflipping after a power shot. Um, hmm. I don't know, kind of, like, kind of similar to the idea of this. Because, like, with the no-flip, your car stays, like, where it is. But you get the same power. With, like... No, no, no. You get the speed from a dodge with a no-flip, but no flip animation. Yeah, but, like, your car still stays, like, on its wheels. Yeah, well, yeah. Wheels towards the ground, at least. A little more more control, I guess. But, You can control, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm talking at him. The question is, should it be nerfed? Like, I mean, it looks like it's going to be nerfed whether we we think this or not. Well, I just... I meet my... I don't understand how, like, nerfing that... And the difference between nerfing that and leaving the half flip. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, I, for one, was happy to see that it was going to get nerfed because I didn't want, didn't have to learn a new mechanic. I didn't have to learn a new tech. Uh, but at the same time, I, I wonder if we're, if we're giving up a little bit of, you know, control. And also, another point: Do you think that they're just removing it because? 
people on consoles don't have that option of binding the the now dodge. that is most likely the reason that it is being removed um actually in fact this is a good point that you bring up savage uh so congratulations this is i mean even a blind squirrel finds in that i guess <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> um no uh there's a thing on pc that we have a luxury of called macros um and there's been nothing in rocket league that you could actually really benefit from before creating a macro for maybe for a half lip if you wanted to but it would be a long dragged out um control input to make a macro for a half lip but this is something that was being begged to be a macro and someone even on reddit said like hey i made a macro to do the no flip you can do it 100 percent of the time by just pressing one button now that is a broken mechanic and that is something that can't happen on consoles uh so i think you're you're right i think i think you've got a good point let alone that you can't do all the control bindings on a console that you can do on a pc yeah yeah i definitely think that's one of the main reasons it's going away um good point Good point, Savage. Of course, browsing the interwebs, you may have seen an epically cinematic trailer for the 12 Titans Rocket Lake League of Rockets series that is coming up soon. That was such... I, I am, hype? After watching that video, I'm so hype. That is such like... PRL is notoriously known for its like super high production levels compared to a lot of other places. Um... Namely us. Um, <laughs> Namely us, but yes. then, like, this yeah. League of Rockets thing was, like, jumped over what the RLCS does with its production quality. Yeah, I'm very interested to see, because so far, every content we've had from the League of Rockets channel has been, um, you know, like, explanatory kind of, kind of content, and not, like, a point of watching to see what develops over a match. It's not, like, a narrative of a match. It's more of a, you know, like a tutorial or a trailer type deal. So I'm very interested to see what kind of approach they go with to show the 1v1 games. Because I don't think it's just going to be a simple like, spectator mode of the games. I don't think it's going to be simple, you know, player view of the games. Uh, I, th I think they're going to do something creative with how we watch it. Um, but do you think they're going to do every second of the game? Or do you think they're going to go cinematically through the highlights of the That's game? That's a good question. Um... I hope they don't just do highlights. I think... Mm, I don't know what they're going to do. I actually really... I think it's going to be... like I think it is going to be highlights. I don't think it's going to be just like, you know, 30 seconds per game. I think it's going to be, you know, uh, like a, still a couple minutes per game. I don't think they're going to deal a lot of the time with, you know... Because otherwise, we would have it already. The, the games have been played. Um, in fact... You know, I have some inside information because I've, I'm friends with some of the pros, and so I, I actually know a couple of people who have won and lost their their you know their their games and where they placed and all that stuff. Uh, I'm sworn to secrecy, so mum's word. Bird's the but word, actually. He's putting a lot of time. Whoever this is, by the way, someone needs to Sherlock the crap out of whoever this is. We need to figure out who is behind League of Rockets because it's like, you know, the uh, uh, what's his name from V for Vendetta. <laughs> Vince. Nope, that's not it. It's, uh... Uh... Art. Dang it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shut um, up. I'm just trying to help. Oh you're, oh, you're guessing, like, who it is. You're guessing oh. who it is. No, I'm talking about the guy from V for Vendetta, the comic book. The, uh... What's his name? Oh, my gosh. I have to Google this? Are you serious? I'm such a nerd because I never have to Google this. Nerd. 
what is his name? What is his name? What is his name? Um, the, the mask. You know the mask. The, what's Jim the name Carey? of the dude? On the, Guy Fox. <laughs> Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Oh my gosh! Why did that take me so long? No. All right. There was like a Guy Fox of Rocket League, and it is the League of Rockets because we have no clue who is creating this content. But we need to figure it out. Is what I'm saying. Well, that's pretty solid. Um, I have no idea who that is. So. On to something that that may uh, that has gotten some people enraged, some people very happy, and others who could not give a crap because at all. they're smart people. Uh, is that too far? There, <laughs> it's too far. Um, the uh, the alpha items have taken an interesting turn when it comes to to trade value. Now, obviously, we should mention that it's against the the uh, EULA of Rocket League to purchase, you know, any in-game items with actual money. Uh, but that's not stopping several people, as PayPal transactions are going crazy in the Rocket League Discord, with Alpha Boost specifically uh, raising its value from 650 keys to now some transactions going over 1,000 keys. Or, you know, people are paying PayPal $1,000 for this, this item. But what's more interesting is the, the Goldstone wheels have gone from around 200 keys or dollars up to 1,050 keys or dollars. In fact, in some cases, they're more valuable than the boost right now. I, mm, that's like, I don't know. If someone's a known trader like, in a more legitimate setting, like if someone's knows things about the stock market or something, then I would assume that they know they kind of saw this coming. The fact that, okay, all the people who originally wanted it got it, and then they bumped up the price because they have control over the market well, now. And There's more to the story than that, I'm afraid. There's a, there's a couple factors. One... The competitive scene of Rocket League has has grown. We hit 25 million players uh, just in the past week. But two, you're right, trading was just recently introduced, somewhat, relatively, to the game. And so people who wanted to obtain the boost, who did not play Alpha, uh, have been getting their hands on it. And so the market's been kind of settling in that regard. Uh, But three, um, there's been kind of a secret underground until now coalition of about three to four people who have been buying up all of the boosts and the wheels um at the original price without ever you know like telling people that the price is expected to go up so it's almost kind of a scummy way to do it it's an investment way to do it but there are um three people who own over a dozen alpha boosts right now uh and they have done this with the sole intention of driving up the price. They wanted to control the supply of the market. And so um, it's kind of like a DeBoer situation. If you know anything about diamonds, diamonds actually aren't that rare or valuable, but one company bought every single diamond mined in the world pretty much and shut down over half of them so that diamonds would be considered more rare. See what I did with the air quotes there? Oh, I like uh, that. It's moving on. Rare. But diamonds aren't actually that rare compared to like several other gemstones, but they're so expensive because someone's monopolized the source of diamonds. That's what people are doing with Alpha Boost right now. There's like four or five people who have bought as many Alpha Boosts as they can, and now they're just controlling the market. So, 
Would you call this sharking? I don't know what I would... I ha, I'm on the fence on whether this is, like, you know, scummy behavior or not. Um, because, like, okay, one thing, it's a, it's a good idea. Like, you know, if you can control the market, you can make some money on this. Like, okay, whatever. It's not something that I could even afford to do, so I didn't even think about. But I, I probably wouldn't do because of its, its borderline moral behavior. But the, the main thing I want to get at is, as a community... We cannot let this get out of hand. People have started like, you know, creating groups and stuff to try to get this stopped within the trading discord. And, you know, people have been like flaring up and writing all the stuff about it. If this becomes too big of a deal, Psyonix is going to crack down on any kind of of EULA breaching or terms of service breaching that has been happening. And that is something that we don't. Yeah, want. that would not end well for a lot of people. Um. So... It, if it becomes a problem and people start complaining, like you know, on a on a community level for this to happen, and it starts making the front page, front page of Reddit all the time and stuff like that, then this is going to be something that Cyanix is going to have to step in and be like, "All right, fine, you. Uh, if this is going to be a problem, you guys can't be responsible with something that we told you literally is not allowed. Then we're going to crack down <laughs> on it." Just imagine being the dude that decided to buy Alpha Boost at a thousand dollars, and then Cyanix is like, "Hey, you can't do this anymore." Oh, I would feel so bad for someone like yeah, that. Yeah, she would. I would. Last, uh, but not least, is we finally had some time to play around with this new update that's been uh, that's came out uh, a little over than a week ago. And so this whole point of this small update, air quotes again, <laughs> because it was 1.1 gig, was to be an experimental fix to the post. Originally, we didn't see much difference because we didn't have many opportunities to get like those near you know, on the edge of going in shots. Uh, but I saw several shots this past week, the the cornerstone of which happened tonight in a ranked game that I was playing. A-Money hit the ball, and it was headed straight on for the post, all right? It was not going to go in. There was no chance this ball... It was like, it should have bounced directly out of the goal. It was that much on the post. But when it hits the post, it <laughs> rubber-banded into the goal... <laughs> So th this experimental fix has done the exact opposite. And then, so his chat, like, started talking about it because he was streaming. And they were all saying, like, yep, this is pretty much what we've seen. <laughs> it's the experimental fix is now the opposite is happening. Shots that aren't supposed to go in are going in. Oh, my gosh. Xanax, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. It's probably also worth mentioning that there's a couple extra bugs that have come up for... So they must have tweaked the physics massively because if they were just trying to fix the posts, like, okay, that would, that would make sense, but whatever they did to fix the posts took 1.1 gigs and it's messed with face-offs and a weird, like, turning radius acceleration bug, which has now happened to me probably about a half a dozen times. If you haven't seen this, it's possible if you have to wait a certain amount of time for the other team to join a game... Uh, or if like a reservation gets canceled and then a new per a new player's reservation like takes their place uh, while you're waiting to join the game, then you'll get instantly supersonic on the face off. All right, and if that happens to you, anytime you jump and try to air roll or like uh, turn your car, the like yaw of your car, it's incredibly fast. Like, you can't control it fast. There's there's no, like, you don't, like, slowly start turning and then speed up like you normally do. You just instantly are turning at full speed in the air, and it's insanely it's difficult like to try. It's, like, two times just everything. 
Have you seen <laughs> so that crazy. anywhere but in Unranked as well? I have not actually had it happen in So the only time I've seen it happen, I've kind of like noticed, um, is when I'm playing like a long string of, string of Unranked games. I finish a game and I stay in the lobby and the other team quits. And I go into that little yeah. like mid-match, between matches thing. Yep. If I'm in there... 100% of the time when I come out, I have that glitch. Yep, and it lasts until a goal is scored, so it's not yeah. the whole game. But it is a it is a weird bug to happen from a, a post-physics fix. Well, and, um, um, the whole thing about the post-messing-up like messing up thing, from a long time ago, they've always told us that it's not just like a glitch with the post, it's a big like collision system of their physics whatever that got messed up. So it's not as simple as just like, oh, this is the code for this post and it has something wrong with it. It's <laughs> like, this is how your car works and this is how the ball works and something. Well, it's up. weird because when the game launched, everything was fine. So it's weird that they've tweaked their, their physics so much that, that something like this could, could find its way into the game. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the, probably the Batmobile's um, fault. Or the DeLorean, yeah, and, and you know, you know who knows speak, a lot about the DeLorean. No, um, it's probably wait. Oh, no, I you? know this, Marty yes. McFly. And you know who we got for an interview this week for the first time in like six years? Doc, Doc Brown. Yes, I, I think he goes by. Um, I don't know. Let's find out. Joining us here in lovely Manfield Studios today is someone I'm sure you're very excited to hear about from the, the Rocket League community. Uh, it's name, it's little, handwriting's a little slot. Megan Shotgun? Megan Shot Mega Shogun! I'm so I sorry. I also go by Megan Showgirl, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> that's, that's the Friday and weekend's name. <laughs> Megan Shotgun would be a great comic book like girl name. You're giving me ideas here. There are, <laughs> at least I've got options for my future at this rate. Uh, so tell us, introduce what you do in the community, but also let us know what your favorite car to play with is and your favorite food. Also, I have a question before you even start. Oh my goodness. This is how we, this is how we do it. I like to interrupt just, Oh, everyone. just overload <laughs> the guest. Oh. <laughs> if you didn't know, Savage is the most important part of this podcast. Um, Told you it'd be better without him. So I've always it's Mega Shogun V four, right? Isn't that it? It, it no, it was V two originally. V2. Oh. V two. The original idea was my mates challenged me, just they thought I had the dumbest name at the time. So I turned around to them and just went, You think this is dumb? <laughs> I can make this infinitely stupider. <laughs> Unfortunately, I then got stuck with that name as I pursued Rocket League fame. So this I managed to remove the V2 form. somewhat silently. You think this is stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, good. Now you can introduce yourself with all the criteria that I said. All right, well, I am apparently Megan Show Shotgun, Shotgun. V20. Uh, Mega Shogun. Um, favorite card to play with in the game is the DeLorean. Really? Interesting. Uh, no, no idea why, I just really enjoy that car and feel like I always perform my best stuff with it. And favorite food is... You guys wouldn't have heard of it, but I'm going to say Stovies. Now you oh, got to explain Stovies. what Stovies are. I know Stovies. You know what Stovies are. Savage, you can help me enlighten them. So this is um, another segment of Savage Splains. Oh no. Oh of no. what Stovies are. <laughs> so Stovies are 
a certain dish that you cook on the stove. Oh gosh. And then you eat, and that is a stovey. I expected you to be so much more useful than you actually were. We all do. We all do. That was cool coal levels of uselessness right there. Is it not? I feel like from You're America, correct enough. We'll go with that. <laughs> what is a stovey? I need to know. Uh, stovies are basically like a, a Scottish dish that were designed around getting rid of everything that was in the in the house. So you have potatoes, onions, stock, and mincemeat. That's, and I'm that's just put starving. all together. I'm starving right now. it's really Moorish. So like, <sighs> it sounds delicious. And it, I feel like it should be delicious, but also... Yeah, it's because I, just... I replaced the word um, <laughs> corned meat with... Uh, corned beef. Well, I replaced the words corned beef with mincemeat. Because it's actually corned beef. Okay. Uh... So as long as you don't get an eyeball in that, you're usually fine. <laughs> <laughs> so looking this up on Wikipedia, you also get a see also of rumpledy thumps. What the thump? Are you trying to pass cast spells on us? What is this? Oh my goodness! It is oh another. Is it another Scottish dish? So I'm sorry that you're uninformed we, on the Scottish cuisine. Why don't we start with involvement? Uh, were you a SARP player? How did you get involved with this crazy game? Um, I was a SARP player after. I was one of those people that would go through the PSN store and just be like, okay, I'm going to download every single demo that's available. Because if I'm spending my money on a game, I need to know that it's good. Okay. Uh, obviously, demos are not anywhere near as available anymore as they used to be. But I got a hold of the demo for uh, SartBC, and I was like, this is absolutely fantastic. I was useless, but <laughs> absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and I ended up just putting a ton of hours into that game getting involved in the community there, you know, holding tournaments, playing in tournaments. Actually, you did pretty well in those old tournaments, but that's how I originally got involved. It's just constantly playing a game that I randomly picked up. And those old tournaments had, like, those were big prize pools, right? Like, Oh, yeah, we once... Uh, sure. There was that one time that we got a golden forum name. <laughs> and it was genuinely... You, you all, your tournament had to have, like, certain parameters around it. it had to be really well run it's like you know how psionics are kind of stingy with how they're going to hand out titles now in rocket league yeah right. that's how stingy they were with that bloody yellow <laughs> name in a psionics forum so do you have the yellow gold no name? what i did have no. though is i had a orange name for oh, about no. a day uh because in the old game they had um like different challenges in the game. So you could go through like collect all this boost in this amount of time. And people who sent in the highest scores for that sort of stuff, if you had the most high scores, you got an orange name and it was called the high score harlot. Which <laughs> hadn't it hadn't been touched in about two years before I saw it. And I quickly like posted it all my stuff hoping no one noticed. But then people like my bipod for sure and Mike rules and uh, Gambit saw it, and they were like, oh, well, we're just going to take that off you right now. Oh. I held it for 24 hours, literally. I mean, that's longer than I've held a title, so... Megan Shotgun, the high-score harlot. <laughs> so, we're starting from... start to come up with some alibis here, aren't we? <laughs> oh, no. Not Megan. Don't do it. Um, so, moving on from Sarp, you obviously want to, like, 
very early people involved with Rocket League. And I know you're pretty plugged in with Team Rocket at this point. Um, did that all start up through SARP or was that just more moving into Rocket League and they were like, whoa, this dude is a crazy um, a dude. My, crazy my involvement in Team Rocket actually came from more of being a fan to start with because I faded off towards the end of Battle Cars' run. Uh, but Doomsie and Cole were always pretty tight-knit because they've always run uh, subpar but in HD. So obviously they stuck together and then they started uh, streaming it and obviously the streams were doing really well like originally. And I just started searching through the Twitch to see, okay, Rocket League's getting views. Who's streaming? Team Rocket uh. RL. I'm going to take... Oh my God, it's Cole! <laughs> it's just like, my boys are here. So I just started watching that like all the time and then... Eventually got asked to do some videos with them and joined the team after they saw that I did pretty decently originally. Well, so is that kind of how you started up your own YouTube channel? Um, no, my YouTube channel has been a cavalcade of failure for a couple of years now. Oh no! Uh-huh. <laughs> what a what a vernacular cavalcade. Cav- yes, what uh, is it, it? V- vocabulary is the only thing I have. Oh. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, watching I, your casting, I am I'm always blown away by by the choice of a phrasing that you use. Yes, so. that is both a double-edged sword though because production lives in constant fear of me saying something I shouldn't. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, you've made it this far and you haven't you haven't screwed anything up with a, a random phrase. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. No, I definitely have got it wrong. What um, would you say is the uh, the craziest thing you've said in an RLCS stream so far? An RLCS stream? Yes. I, th- I think I did pretty good on that first day of the LAN. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was great. You don't remember like they didn't they didn't like tweet anything out at you after you said I, it. I had a ton of people tweeting towards me after I like the very first cast of the very first day. Just everyone tweeting towards me. I wish I had a friend like that. <laughs> I wish I had a friend. <laughs> just a ton of people just sending me stuff. Um, there's also been a couple of uh, risque uh, things I've said that obviously don't translate into American. It's just like, oh, that was a cracking shot there. And production's like, wait, what did he say? I was like, no, that cracking shot means good shot. Not what yeah. you're thinking. Fast. <laughs> Yes, good. Good. We got it. We got Pluto. Like, I mean, Pluto with the cracker was a nice, a nice meme for a while. <laughs> I mean, you officially what got you him to change his name. For a while, he's changed his name on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. and it's still there. Not even Twitter in game, and he will be going by that in season three of the RLCS. Mm, that still not sure how I, I talk mean, about sphere of influence. I'm I'm partially upset that my very first cast got moved into that, but I also feel happy that. I was always right, and he should change, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, once he's heard it, he's like, I don't know why the T's been in my name at all. That's just wasted tongue movement at this point. (laughs) That's so much extra effort. Did you uh, always enjoy casting? Did you cast for SARP, or did you just like one day realize that you would rather talk about the game than play it? I always came into Rocket League with more of the intention of producing content than actually playing. Because um, I took SartBC very seriously. And I almost ruined that game entirely for myself just by being a bit too intense oh. with the whole thing. So I came into Rocket League just saying, oh, I'm going to do something different. I saw people like Shelfis 
and Freezing Wolves doing the Gfinity stuff and the ESL stuff. And I was just like, you know what? That would actually be pretty fun. That would suit me because it still means I can be involved in the competitive scene, but I don't have to play. <laughs> I don't... I. I don't have to be good at the game. No, I can reach the finals no matter what. <laughs> there you go. You were never the first one out of a tournament. <laughs> if you're the cast Well, that was until I joined Team Rocket, then I was always the first one out oh, of the tournament. Oh, no. Shots fired. Uh, and a fantastic caster you've worked out to be. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. And, I mean, with that accent, it's just, I would like you to read audiobooks to me every day. Well, if Audible wants to... Get in contact. I'm always available. Well, we have some strings with Audible, I think. Maybe we can, oh, we can pull them out. We, oh, oh, I have some strings. <laughs> what would you say was the most difficult uh, in the transition into becoming a caster for Twitch and the RLCS? Uh, most difficult part of it is... That, that, well, there's two most difficult parts I've had. In terms of becoming a caster originally... Uh, you can actually like see the evolution that I've gone through because I've put videos up of just saying... You know, this is me trying to enter into the RLC when they originally had their little competition to go, all right, we're looking for casters, send in your stuff. And I go back and listen to that now and I'm just like, oh, it's so bad. How did I ever get picked up? So just doing it usually helps uh, get you better. But for the RLCS, the biggest difference was the setting of it all. It was a huge shock to me to not only be in that studio that you see so often... But also, I had to, like, take the 10-hour flight over there. Ugh. And then the following day, I'm in, like, literally the following day after landing, I'm in rehearsals for pretty much the biggest event of my life. Hmm? And it's just like, oh, oh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm tired. The jet lag is hitting. Uh, I had a bit of a cough that weekend, which was just like, no. You're not happening right now. I really annoyed James with that because he was sharing a room with me and he just, he constantly had to listen to it. <laughs> but that entire like new setting was really jarring at the time. But once you get used to it, it's so much better. You just enjoy it for what it is. So you are the only European caster in RLCS at this point. Yeah. Um, do you feel alone? Do, you feel do I like, feel alone? Do you need, do you feel unsupported? Well, Carpet seems to have a harem of casters around him all the time. It's just like, Carpet stands in the middle, Leaf comes in, he put, you know, Carpet puts his arm around Leaf, James Bot comes from his left, puts his arm around James Bot, he's just constantly walking around, and I'm just, just like, I want to be part of Carpet's harem. Like, so would you say, yeah, Carpet me. is the pimp of RL casters. Oh, obviously. Carpet <laughs> is... Like, probably not the pimp. I'd say he's just the king of Tinder when it comes to the casters. <laughs> Carpet walks into a room, opens Tinder, sw swipes once and just goes, I got a date. <laughs> and it's, oh, look, it's James. <laughs> <laughs> just look at, like, James's Tinder is just a pigeon mask. <laughs> hey, you know what, that, you joke, that would get more dates on my profile if I wore a mask. I'm wow, married. that's... I'm just kidding. That's a self-put down. Are you British? <laughs> because that was some skilled, uh, good self-deprecation. <laughs> I wish I was British. I drink tea, not coffee. What what I've noticed is that uh, through the RLCS, the, the casting and the, the level of commentary on the game has kind of evolved beyond what we kind of started seeing through the community tournaments as Rocket League was first getting started. 
Uh, but my question is, what's next? Like, how, how, what's further down the line for Rocket League casting? What can we expect to see in season three and beyond? In terms of casting, you can kind of see, especially those people that have been around since the very beginning, you can see that we're always trying to change things. We are literally changing it based upon the feedback we get. I mean, we get some complaints about how we do it now, but it's come so fast from play-by-play always talking and then color only coming in during when a goal scored. And you've only got that replay to talk about, you know, why things are happening And now that casters are getting more and more knowledge about the game, there's more and more in-depth discussion about what is going on. Because, you know, these casters know they play at that level. You know, they're not playing competitively in tournaments, but they they are grand champions. They know how to do the majority of these things. It's just all of it is regarding communication between us and the community is the what they want. And if we're hearing, you know, a lot of people say, we want this, then we'll try it out and see if it works. Hmm. Now, of course, there's always the debate of should there be more play-by-play or should there be more color? Where do you sit on that fence? I'm, you know, I, I'd be very selfish as a play-by-play to say always play-by-play, but I think it depends on the pace of the game. Uh, if we're getting started towards the very beginning of a series, like first game, first, you know, throughout the series, I think it's very important to have like discussions between play-by-play and color as to what should we expect when should we expect them? And then keep those discussions going and evolve it throughout the game. If the game's really close towards like the last minute, play-by-play should be in there, you know, and they should be talking about everything. But if it's like a 7-0 drop, you should be discussing between color. It's just measuring the situation and seeing what needs to be done. Hmm. Hmm. I've got so an I- interesting inquiry. Uh, yes. We're going to go a little, a little meta, but... Uh, have you had a chance to read the wonderful article that Red Bull Esports put out with the interview with Flipside? It was colorful, yes. <laughs> uh, in in that uh, article, Marky is quoted as saying that Flipside will be back with, quote, next-gen tactics. Is there ever a fear on the, the casting side of things that you're going to start seeing things that, that organized teams are coming in with that you're not going to understand how to even like commentate on or that you're going to like mess up or completely miss what the team is going for that looks like chaos but ends up winning, you know, a sweep. In terms of that sort of thing happen, let's say something completely crazy happens and we didn't know what it was, but they certainly did. I think in those sort of cases, it is possible for casters to miss it, especially with the play-by-play. Because they'll be like, oh, this, this, and this, and this, and didn't quite recognize the link as it was going on. Because that's the difficult thing as a play-by-play. Well, fakes is look you like have... whiffs. And, and yeah, yeah, is you have to, for a play-by-play caster to do really well, you have to have good knowledge of the game. Because you have to be able to spot things as they happen and say, no, that's not a whiff. That was definitely a fake. So he's gone through, he's faked it. You know, mm-hmm. you have to say at the time, the color has at least got the, the niceness of being able to comment on it in retrospect. Uh, but if something absolutely crazy came up and happened and we didn't catch it, which, you know, hopefully, I, I mean, I trust everyone on that, that would, we would catch it at least on the second viewing when the replay comes up. But even then, we've got the desk. They'll notice it. And if we completely miss it, then we'll get it brought up to us after the broadcast and we'll go and speak to the players and be like, yo, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pulling that out on us? Why are you making us look stupid? 
What about like secrecy? Is like team organization and and strategy, you know, as it moves more and more advanced, do you think that it's going to be a thing about actually sharing a team's secrets? I've heard of of several NA teams even having a notepad open with with uh, like notes on how each and every opponent is going to play and how they need to change their play style comparatively. I would say for the most part, players in this community absolutely suck at keeping their own secrets. (laughs) It it has not taken much for me to try and find out uh, what roster moves are coming up or, you know, what they plan on doing against certain teams. As long as you promise, oh, I won't tell anyone sort of thing. Um, (laughs) Well, here you have it. We've given you a microphone and platform. Tell us what, what you got. Well, no, everything I know of, like post RLCS has already happened. Ah, okay. Like that, we, we had drinks that night. We were good to go. I was, you know, everyone was talking. <laughs> everyone was talking. I was even asking. Them. I was like, no, I don't, I don't even care. I can't even hear. Oh, the music's too loud. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier today, I was going through one of your new videos that you just posted yesterday, actually. Oh, the really, really close 1v1s between you and Cookser. Oh, leave, leave me alone on that one. <laughs> Okay, I I did well. Did you not notice the fake? Okay, that was okay, worth the, the entire video. It was. I I was quite impressed. I was like, wow, he's he's might not lose all these games. I but, would I mean, say I did good enough on that. Plus fifteen over three games means that he <laughs> went like plus five every single match. That's between a RLCS world champion and Shogun the Scrub Lord. <laughs> That wasn't too bad. So the thing that really stood out to me in that, though, was your ability at songwriting. What? On-the-spot songwriting? Absolutely. I can't imagine anything better. Could you give us a live-in-the-studio exclusive uh, in live from Manfield of of your wonderful (laughs) Cooksier song? Oh, what? The uh, the Wonderful World of Tigger song that I changed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I could give it a go. I practiced that for hours before the recording started. (laughs) I honestly did. uh, That was not spontaneous. I'll give myself that. That was practice. Because that was like, I was... I was extremely impressed if that was on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would have been really good, but at the same time, you'd have to be very concerned at my ability to relearn. You'd have to be very concerned on my ability just to know Winnie the Pooh songs on the spot. <laughs> oh, can we hear it? You can. It will probably be wrong. Oh, I uh, have. Be prepared I have to the swearing song that usually comes after this. <laughs> oh, I've got a big mug of water here. <laughs> The wonderful thing about Cooks is, is Cooks is a wonderful things. They're bouncy, flouncy, pouncy, wouncy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you try that one again. <laughs> wow, that just did not go well, did it? I think we'll leave you it at that. Killed. I think that's yeah. good. That was awful. That was but... extremely close. Those hey, I must remember that during a game. That what hurt. does flouncy mean? I don't know. I don't think that was in there. I'm just checking up the lyrics. No, flouncy oh. isn't in there. Oh, it's it typed is, up. actually. Yeah. They're bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, or oh, pouncy. Oh, there we are. I've got the lyrics bouncy, up now trouncy, to the wonderful bouncy, thing bouncy. about Tiggers. <laughs> what does flouncy mean? I don't know. Let's, let's Google this. <laughs> um, 
Flouncy. So Flouncy, uh, another another segment of Savage Plains. Flouncy is kind of like your fish, like a flounder. The definition I found up is marked by flouncing movement, and I have no clue what flouncing is. Yeah, flouncing, like fishing. Go so or like move in an exaggeratedly like impatient or angry manner. That sounds about cooks here. Like a, like a fish. I don't know. I, I heard <laughs> flail like a fish, and I thought more James Bot than I did cook <laughs> I thought he was the one that ate the fish. Because he's, he's a bird. Pigeons are not that strong. <laughs> small fish. Small fish. One of the uh, wonderful things that we love to do here on the show with our guests is put them through trials and challenges. And so we have one for you. Uh, yes. One of the regrettable things about me having to work all day is that the person who's gotten to come up with this challenge is Savage. I have no clue what he has in store for you right now, but I will tell you that you're playing for a prize. I want like prizes. Extremely impo- um, the, excited. The lessly fortunate part, lessly fortunate, this is why I don't cast. The less fortunate part of that is that it's not a prize for you, it's a prize for one of our patrons on Patreon. If you successfully complete this challenge, you win graciously for young Malcolm, one of our uh, champion levels patrons on Patreon. See, that's more pressure, that is. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. I'm, I'm happy to fail for me. <laughs> I, am, I will always hold that L. Uh, that Malcolm, said, I'm going to do it for you, buddy. You We're going to be it. best buddies. Uh, that being said, I have no clue what's coming next, and I apologize ahead of time, both to our, our guests and our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, quiet now. This is this this is gonna require some explanation. So, the game we are playing is called Tongue Time. It's a Savage original. Oh yes, I played this in a closet once at a middle school party. <laughs> <laughs> Single player only. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, what you're going to have to do with this game is I'm going to send you a short phrase or a couple words. Oh, no. And you two are kind of on a team. I'm going to send the oh. word to... I'm going to send the word to Knox first. And Knox, you have to grab your tongue and oh hold gosh. it out oh, and okay. say this word. And Shogun, <laughs> you have to try to understand what he's saying. <laughs> Okay. And this is- I have played with O'Neill before, so this should actually be pretty fine. <laughs> this is, and when I say pull your tongue out, I mean you gotta let it have it out. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> this makes Visual for a great a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll be watching. Oh boy. Okay, so Nox, here comes the first one. It's kind of an easy start. Ah. Ah. Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, that was a stretch, Savage. <laughs> right. I like just right. he would guess the name of the game we're talking about. All right. Uh, oh, is this all me? He doesn't have to grab no. his tongue. Okay. <laughs> so it's me putting this one out, is it? Yes. <laughs> I, I would not send you his one. That would, that would kind of defeat I the purpose. I scored a goal. You scored a goal. Congratulations. No. Nope. You, you oh, did. I didn't read this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, I, I apologize. I am not. I've got Floyd Mayweather levels of reading wrong. right here. All right. Nice. Here comes your second. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. 
<clears throat> it's it's funny. There's a, like a subtext that some of these are actually not true. It's just for the purpose of the game. So, <clears> that is better than me. All right, that is incorrect to start off with. <laughs> oh my Savage goodness. is better than me. Yeah, I'm better than both of you because okay. you both said it. Yeah, one v one after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got um, uh, I got to mow my lawn. I've got a lovely batch of coconut. Okay, can I get like a, a re? Like, can I hear again? Oh, can can you? Is it in the yeah ru- yeah, okay. yeah yeah? yeah. The Thank you, game master. <laughs> I've got a lovely batch of coconut. Oh, what are you gonna do with all those coconuts, Shogi? That's not yeah. what he said. He says I've got Wrong. a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Okay, we'll give you that one. Oh. Just gonna dodge that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> uh, <clears throat> I want a puffy power ranger. Okay. <laughs> well, there, that, well, I've got the most of that, but there, there is a word in the middle there that is... One more. One more attempt. One more attempt. I, <laughs> really bring that tongue out. I want to see said. it from here. <laughs> I want a puffy power ranger. <laughs> I feel so dirty. <laughs> this is what it's come down to. We turn- I, you know what? I want a... There's two words I can go before here. Eeny, meeny, miny, that one. Fl- Fluffy Power Ranger. No! <laughs> oh, it's so incorrect! Close oh, it's got to count. Fluffy and Puffy are the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that was Probably. the other one I had. <laughs> I just thought you could make the F noise with your uh, it's, it's, with your tongue out. Yeah, you'd be incorrect. Why on earth would you want a Puffy Power Ranger? <laughs> I don't know what a Puffy Power Ranger is. Why would you want a Fluffy Power Ranger? It's I would love a Fluffy Power Ranger. This game is stupid. This game is stupid. Hey! <laughs> Is, is there any more? Or, are we, have we made it yeah, through I've the gauntlet? I've got this one right in front of me. Okay. Mummy and the bed, bed, bed. This one worked a little better. Ah, uh, okay. Um, one more read and yeah, then please. you gotta make your guess. You see, you don't know that you need to have... <laughs> you need to have your lips together to make this noise. <laughs> That's Mummy and... Baby bird. Mommy and baby bird? No. So close. So, so very close. But so, so very wrong. What was it? It was um, mommy and baby blue. Oh my gosh. Malcolm, I will accept. (laughs) I will accept fault for that first round, but everything since then has just been savage. (laughs) I gave up on my, my ones about Rocket League. Those were way too easy. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's more. You're t- I see you typing. How many of these oh. did you come up with? You have one more and Shogun has one more. Oh my gosh. There were like eight or something. I don't know. <clears throat> this just seems borderline racist. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that card out there. Malaysian fuss. <laughs> I can't get through this one. Malaysian fought violently. 
Oh, oh no. That was two. <laughs> the first one counts? I did I couldn't even say it. I was laughing. <laughs> you can repeat the last word from it again. That was not the one I needed help with. <laughs> the raisin fought violently? <laughs> ah, you're pretty dang close. That was close. It's a better it phrase was, than what I had to say. It was Malaysian farts violently. Don't question. I'm questioning. Oh my gosh. Should Last I just do, the, do it as fast Coming as possible? Right, so yeah, we, we can get, we can get this one. Right, Probably the hardest one this far. Yeah, we can get this one. The least Live well known. From Manfield. Live from Manfield. <laughs> it's Saturday night. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's ours. Oh, we win. We won. And that is the conclusion of Tucker. Really? I don't really I don't know. Are how we really scores. winners after this? <laughs> yeah, I don't think the only winner <laughs> here is Young Malcolm. <laughs> I felt more of a winner after the Cooks here video. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, congratulations. You get to take home a lovely Live from Manfield sticker and a set of painted certified Troikas. Ooh. So. I don't even have those. You know what? That makes all this humiliation worthwhile. (laughs) Not very worthwhile, but worthwhile enough. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So this is why we don't ever get guests to come back on the show a second time, Savage. (laughs) Well, you know, we've had one guy on here like three times now. Yeah, but that's just because Pluto has no one better to talk to. <laughs> Burn. Uh, All right, Shogun. Thanks uh, for coming on. Where Thank can you people find me. you on YouTube, Twitter? Yeah. Uh, everywhere. How, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Callum the Shogun. And you can find me on YouTube at uh, Mega Shogun. I removed the V2. It was very good. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, there's also a link to his YouTube in the lobby of our Discord right now if you want to check out his Sark BC breakdown intro video. Of course, all of these links Probably will be. On our (laughs) (laughs) no, that is not the link you need. Oh gosh. Oh well. All right. Is there any last words that you want to set yourself off with? Not really. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) A man who never has trouble finding words when casting a Rocket League game, and that's where it matters the most. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. And now it's time for The Weekly Whips! Oh man, what a fun week of Rocket League I had this week. Not really, I don't really doing that mu- remember doing that much. <laughs> um, let's see, I played in a tournament, I tried out with a couple teams, I'm on the fence about joining any of them. Uh... That's about it. I've had a pretty standard week of Rocket League. I did play a lot over the weekend. I think I had a day where I hit eight hours in one day of Rocket that's League. Pretty, so, that's pretty you know. good. But was that it? Was it? Fun. Was that your week? I had a, a sweet host. Who hosted me? Someone cool hosted me with like 60 Was it viewers. that Chica? Nope. Was it, um, I don't know. It was one of the like main like mid-level like streamers. I don't remember who it was. Probably Kronobi. Oh, well. There was... Skaxi. 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 Oh. My dude Skaxi. What a guy. He was a nice guy. He was a nice, he was a nice, nice feller. How was your week in, in Rocket well, League, Savage? My week was, it was pretty bland. I don't know. I played a Not tournament. Good. We made it to like the semifinals and then lost. And then, I don't know, this weekend I just decided I was going to drive up to Chicago and hang out with my brother. But. 
what was he in wasn't Chicago? there, so I just hung out at his house. But then, like, Sunday, I was like, you know, I should probably just start to head back. And I tried to leave, but I got lost. And I ended up with this thing called the, like, Chicago Rocket League land or something. <laughs> which was super dope and an awesome time. And also, I signed up, like, a month ago. My favorite part was to see you and Golden Shine wearing I Magic know, we Manfield rocked shirts. it with the Live from Manfield team jerseys. Nobody else came close to the swag we were wearing. That's sick. But that yeah, sick. we showed up. It was at the Ignite Gaming Lounge in Chicago. So if you want to look that up and realize how close it is to your house, then the next time they have one, then you could be there. Um... This was an event um, put on by D-Pants and Hanzo, which... Really? Yeah, Hanzo? D-Pants and Hanzo both live in Chicago, and they took the initiative with this, reached out to the guys over at the gaming lounge, and they were super awesome people, and they were, like, really into the idea of trying to, like, build up the community, like, in that Chicago area. Because it's, huh. it's one of those places where you go and you can, like, rent time on a PC... Okay. So yeah. they have like those. And so they had so many PCs. It was just a giant like warehouse room type thing that was just filled with like six PC stations. And let's see. It was set up. That's yeah, it was cool. a super cool like place. Um, and then so we got there. I got there around 1030 and we got like checked in and everything. Um there were a couple unfortunate events that happened. Uh -oh. First off, which is the only reason I didn't win, and it's the only reason Pluto walked away with that prize. But um, all those PCs run Windows 7, and and then Ignite's like special software on them that has all the games and stuff. But if you know anything about okay. Xbox One controllers and Windows 7, you know uh -oh. that they don't get along. And you also know at those type of places that you can't install any kind of extra software to make those work. What? You weren't allowed to use an Xbox One nope. controller? I had to use, They had Xbox 360 controllers plugged into every PC. And that's, that's what I had to dumb. use. It was unfortunate. Wait, but I thought Rocket League has built-in Xbox mm, One no, it controller doesn't. support. That's on that, Windows side. That needs to be fixed for next I, time. Hopefully did, it will be. Would, did you at least know this nope. going into it? I got there, plugged in so. my Xbox One controller, and I was like, hey, this doesn't work. Wow. So, going into our first match, I was like, well, I guess I got to learn how to use an Xbox 360 controller. And this was That's this lame. happened for more than half of the people there. Because um, yeah, Xbox sure. One controllers are apparently really popular. Um, they're, they're one yeah, of the, yeah. But Golden Shine was good. Because he had his PS4 controller with him, and PS4 controllers work for some reason. Because um, they are natively built into the I, game. Maybe. I guess so. But, yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But it was still really fun to play, and it was a Swiss-style tourney, so if you know anything about that... That's amazing. Yeah, yeah so you have really cool. three matches to play, and then it goes into a single elimination bracket. But with Swiss-style, how it works is your first match is random. And then if you, it's a best of three. So if you win. You play against people with yeah. the same So if you win your you first have. match, yeah. then your record is 1-0, and you'll play someone else that's 1-0. And, and then if you win that, you're 2-0, you play someone else that's 2-0. And, 
And then the goal is to be three. Yeah. No, if you're Owen two, you play someone else that's Owen two. Um, and then that's right. how you get your seating done for the actual bracket. There were 32 teams there and we only had access to 32 PCs. So all the bracket, the all the rounds of the Swiss had to be broken up into two parts which I thought was like, I don't know, that was really cool because it gave us a lot of time to just like hang out with people. It, it yeah. wasn't like, I don't know, the most ideal for playing the tournament because you have like a lot of breaks and stuff and it kind of throws you off. But it was really cool to get to talk to people. Um, There's so many people there that like I talked to at some point. There was some guy that I had just randomly added from unranked one day and met him there. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. We got through the Swiss-style tourney, and then the second most unfortunate part of the day happened. Um, we It took so long. We started at like noon. It was 4.30 when we were done with the Swiss-style part of the bracket, which is like, I don't know. When you have to split up the rounds, it's kind of expected. Um, but what really stunk was the fact that only 16 teams got to play the single elimination bracket because of time restrictions and Ignite being super gracious and everything there was free for us to use. But oh wow, all the teams that weren't on that upper half of the seating for time management, they cut down, they cut the PCs we were allowed to use in half. So we had to cut the bracket in half. And it, gotcha. was, it was really a bummer. But did you not make the top no, half of the bracket? But oh. it was it, I felt so bad. And I know D Pants and Hanzo were just they were they felt so bad for the rest of the day. And I just it was a really crappy situation that they got stuck in and they didn't really have anything else they could do. But it was Yeah, it makes it, sense. It had to happen, but it was it was good on them. Um we went through. We lost the first game there. Against Fresno and um, Jimmer. Met Jimmer, though. Super, super nice guy. I'd never talked to him before. I'd seen his name around. What a dude. Um, what a dude. But yeah, it was super cool. We watched... Then we just got to hang around and watch things go on. Um, but man, oh, that freaking series against Fresno was the saddest thing I've been through. Because we lost the first game in overtime on a full court pinch. Like, it ran oh. around the outside wall, bounced off the corner perfectly, and went in. And cool. then the second game, we won 7-3. to three. Just, a, just a very, very solid win. We were on top of it. I was feeling good. I got a nice turtle goal. Um, <laughs> and then that third game, oh, it haunts me. We lost three to two on a zero second goal. It's on a one second goal, actually, because no. I I saw that go in and I was like, oh no, and I like started packing up my stuff because I was like, gosh, it's all over. But rip. But we had one second and then we didn't score, so we got knocked out. But then next match, Fresno had to play Pluto and they got pootered on. Pluted, pluted on. <laughs> Yep, so Pluto and Husky ended up winning the whole thing. Awesome, like, Steel Series prizes were supplied by Ignite because they, like, partnered with Steel Series. So there was awesome headsets and 
the Pluto has a very nice headset already, so my partner, Goldenshine, got his headset that he won, which is <laughs> such a bummer for me. Because <laughs> my teammate basically got first, but I guess I was just bringing everyone down. But for having, for having to play on an Xbox 360 controller on 15 minutes notice, I was all right with how it went. It was super fun. And it was just a good time, so it's it sounds fun. It's hey hey Savage. Um Hey Savage. Hey Savage. I wanna talk I just talked though. I wanna talk Ooh, it's everyone's favorite segment here on we Live from Andrew. That's not Knox true. Talks. Like you keep saying that and it's, it's, it's such a self proclaimed favorite segment of the show. Scientific fact. Today, um, we're going to talk about something that's probably a little bit long overdue, but I've had an epiphany. Uh, This is kind of a response to a conversation that's already been happening. Uh, We're talking about ranks. We're talking about season three. And a lovely email. Okay. Also brought this one up. No. They did ask about this. You're wrong. They did? I don't think so. I will pull up the email. I'll give a shout out. Okay, you can do that. Um, so I was watching Gibbs' new video, if you haven't seen it, check it out, where he explains how there's been a rank point inflation, uh, after the recalibration, uh, and so that you maybe shouldn't be as proud of your rank currently as you maybe are. Uh, the point being is that it was a percentage-based recalibration that happened, uh, and that, um, initially when the recalibration happened, that, um, that recalibration was based on the end of season two, or season one, uh, where, you know, the percentage of players that made grand champion, uh, versus this recalibration that happened in the middle of a season, which means there was still time to climb points. Uh, so essentially the percentages of players that, um, are grand champ right now lines up with the same amount of percentages of people that were at the end of season one were all star ish. Uh, and so, um, there's, a lot more grand champs. There's about like 10 times more grand champs this season than there were in previous seasons, which is, yeah, kind of a bummer. Um, it makes me feel kind of good though, that I'm not like near the bottom of grand champ that I'm actually, you know, over a hundred something points of grand champ. So I'm still like, okay, I, I know I've improved like regardless of whether, you know, like my rank is a little bit of a sham or not. Um, but, uh, the way that he was explaining how this works was interesting, but, um, it made me realize that he didn't quite explain everything fully. He, he had understood a portion of it, but I had an epiphany of, of why this is an issue in Rocket League. Gibbs says something that, um, the reason that this doesn't work is because it was a percentage-based recalibration. However, all of the ranks have a point floor, right? So you hit, you know, grand champion at, it's like, um, it's like 1140, Something right? Something right there. 1140. Yeah. yeah. 1140 is grand champ. Um, they made those point floors based on percentages at the end of a season. Um, but we were in the middle of a season. And since we've had seven more months of a season after a calibration that, uh, people have been able to climb up, you know, to those percentage points, like, like to those floor ceilings further, because the more games that are played, the more points that are available, right? There's not like a, a set amount of points in the game that like, you know, go back and forth between players. No, instead, the more games that are played, the more points are put into the economy of the rank system, all right? Which is a good point. However, 
Um, in a rank system, that shouldn't mean that you can still climb infinitely like it is. Uh, and so the problem isn't that they're using set point floors. Are you ready for this, Savage? Are you ready for my epiphany? Epiphany. It's the problem is, is that there is no point ceiling. Now, why, why, hmm. uh, upon thinking about that further, there is actually a point ceiling. All right. It's a variable point ceiling. And I'll tell you how oh, that works. I'm, I'm ready. ready? I don't know what you're talking about. You better about. be hyped because I've done some crazy philosophical thinking about the rank system today. The point ceiling, right? The thing that limits how many points you can get in the game is not a set line number that Psyonix has set. Rather, the point ceiling is players that are better than you. So you can only get... Okay, let's... let's... You can all... Explanation, maybe? Okay, yeah, yeah. So you can only climb to the point until there's people that are better than you, and then uh, you will be stuck under their amount of points, like, regardless, okay? However, the people that are the very best in the world don't have a ceiling, right? If you are the best, the amount of points that you can gain is infinite. So what happens with a longer season like we're having is they are raising the skill ceiling, like the, the point ceiling themselves, because people like Kronovi, Dapper, all of these top 100 players are able to keep getting more and more points, which is why it skewed the rest of the ranking system, because if, like, you know, if Kronovi goes and plays 50 games, right, let's say Kronovi and I are, like, 10 points apart, okay? <laughs> Good one. All right. No, okay, but let's just let's I just guess, say like for I mean, this you illustration. don't want to say that like right? me and Kenobi are ten points apart to make it a little more realistic. Okay, we both <laughs> play fifty games, right? I win fifty percent of mine. I stay about the same. Okay, now Kenobi wins, you know, ninety percent of his, and he goes up, you know, fifty points. So now he is about sixty points ahead of me. Yeah. Right. Okay. However, now there is an opportunity for me to play players in the gap between me and Kenobi. All right, and climb up further than I initially should be because the skill ceiling that is Kronovi versus me has been raised. Does yeah. that make sense? So that is why there's a high percentage of players in the high ranks right now. And in fact, it's caused Reddit to completely remove the champion flare request system because so many people, like over half the competitive community, have received champion now. And so they're just like, screw it, do it yourself. You can <laughs> give yourself champion flare in the, in Wait, the subreddit yes. now. Because I didn't request mine because it was so much work and I didn't want to do it. Oh my gosh, yeah, now I can, can go, go give it to it myself. To now. I'm only a super champ now though, so rip me. But yeah, I'll be grand champ. Now that was a lot of explanation and not a lot of uh, uh, you know discussion as per the Knox Talks requires. And I know we have to keep it short because we've had such a long episode so far. But my question is, is how do you fix that system? Do you go to a perfectly balanced like percentage-based system to where... By not playing, you could get knocked out because more people are playing and taking over the top percentages of the game? Or should it be a point floor, point ceiling kind of system where if you're between these two point groups, then you're this rank? Is there a hybrid system that's possible? What do you think, Savage? I think... I don't know. I don't know what they can do to do this better because... Because, I mean, no matter what, the ranks are always going to be ever-changing. Right. So like, yeah, you got to devise a way that people just can't keep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I fully understand the problem. I know that it's 
not great and everybody complains, but geez. I do agree with Gibbs. He said that the reason they're taking so long to get this new season implemented is because he says that he thinks they're working on the ranking system, how to make it better. And so I'm sure that's what's, that's what they're doing. Um, but I, I think my suggested solution would be to keep it similar to the way it is now with, with a, a point limit on each of the, uh, the things. However, doing a full rank reset each season and having a predetermined length of the season. All right. Because right now there's no way to compare your rank in season three to season two. There's no comparison. It's, it would be, you, you can't look at that. People who were season two grand champs can't get above champion right now. And people who were like rising stars in season two are like grand champions right now. Like it's, it's a completely new well, ranking it's so season. much time. Like this game is so ever changing. Exactly. And the fact what exactly. I saw, what I think it was on Gibbs video that it's like 230 days that we're in this season. Yep. We're like, that's like almost a year. So my point being is Hearthstone does this every month. They do a rank reset and you have to climb each month to, mm. you know, your like rank. And then at the end of the month, like however high you've received, like is, you know, how well you've done, how well you're ranked. And that makes sense because it's a preset amount of time. That is the ceiling of climbing points. I think that's what Cyanic should do. Like, you know, then you would be able to compare your season three rank to your season four rank. Like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the last three month chunk of time that I had to climb, I made it to, you know, super champ. And then, you know, season five, I was able to make it to grand champ. Like I can see that I've improved in relation to the community. So it's not the rank system that's messed up right now. It's just how long it's lasted. Yeah, that's definitely, that's how I feel. Time is of the essence. And it has been essence too much. (laughs) <laughs> that being said, this episode needs to end because, oh my gosh, it's so sure? long. Uh, one thing I do want to point out is we've received several emails from you guys, which is awesome in the contact us form. We just could not get to those this episode because um, of, of how long and how much stuff we have jam-packed to talk about. But we do have a new segment coming up where we're just going to be reading stuff from emails. So if you have stuff that you want to get into you know, to us to talk about on the show, send it in the contact us form on the website. Other than that, Savage, it's time for our Rocket Tweeters. Oh my goodness. Do I get to do the rocket tweeters? People who no. Okay. Never mind. I've offered you to do it before and you said no, like tradition has the stand. I so. did. Okay. I feel like I probably said that because that's how I feel. <laughs> well, uh, thank you to people who tweet about the show, our rocket tweeters, the people who do this week in, week out, our top rocket tweeters, talking about Declan sparkling, sparkle, sparkling. sparkle. This one is always for every year. You're wizard. <laughs> Blaze, the man we look I'm up looking to. Up right now. <laughs> 24 karat golden shine. I don't, I don't remember what I do for golden shines. <laughs> you're a Jesper And welcome to the club, Pete the Possum. Uh, we need to come up with a new one. Um, we need to be fast um, because this episode is like nine nine years long. Um, this this episode is risking lasting longer okay, than season Pete three. Okay, Pete or Possum. Pete or Possum or the. Do we go off of uh, okay, the? Okay, I got it. You know, like like the magic dragon, Pete. Like, what if we did like the magic Pete, possum, the magic possum. <laughs> living in a tree? He likes to yeah, tweet about the show, so he's on our top rock tweeter list. 
That seems long. We'll, we'll rework that a little <laughs> bit. But thank you also to Beaker RL, Pluto, uh, Frat Bastard, RVP, Krios, and Mega Shogun. Remember to help us get guests on the show. This week worked extremely well. We sent out a tweet, and since yes. Shogun is such an awesome dude, he actually replied to it like before anybody else did. And oh my gosh, was one of my favorite guests we ever had on the show. I, it was so easy to set up. Like you didn't see, I DM'd him like three times, maybe, and from then nice. on, it was like, yeah, we're good. This will be easy, especially with like a, working with an EU guest. So. Find us more people like him. Make this things happen. Yes. Yes. Um, just like tweet at random people and tag us in the tweets. Or if you see our tweets, yes. just go freaking crazy. Just like throw your phone across the room. Yes. And then videotape that and send it to the person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> stop. 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 Hey. This episode hey, is so long. So you know what you should consider doing since this episode is so long and we've got to... We've got a time schedule to pay for. We're only allowed to use these mics for so long. You should um, consider oh supporting the show. Whether that's on with love or on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Elephantfield. Because we have some awesome people to do it right now. Like our super, super champ patrons. Ninja Seb fan. The Fight for Jay. Um, we have our champion patron. Um, the stunt guy. And you know we have we have our all star patrons too, which are still there and just rocking the boat. Uh, we have Pastronaut Linux, Vapor GP, and Young Malcolm RL. And of course, being a patron of the show gives you a chance to win prizes when guests play crazy games, like Young Malcolm, who won a Life from Manfield sticker and a set of point painted troikas, painted and certified troikas, might I say. So hit me up. At some point in the Discord, young Malcolm, and you will receive your prize. That brings us to the end of our episode. Today's quote is by C.S. Lewis, someone who wrote some of my favorite children books. Hey, but before we get to that, you know what you should do is you should make sure to come back next week when you watch me destroy Shogun in a 1v1. Like, it's hilarious how bad he is and how good I am. Okay, which is not true. Um, I should mention that for bonus content, for our, you do get some bonus content when you join our Patreon. And uh, for the bonus content, which is coming out very soon, I promise, uh, we have a series of 1v1s with me and Savage playing against Shogun and then me and Savage playing against each other, where the third person sitting out casted the match and Savage just that was, got that was by the Shogun. most fun I have had in 1v1s in a long time and I think they're hilarious to watch it's good yeah I'm you're gonna be happy to be a patron this week because this video is freaking hilarious I've never laughed so hard in my life that being said uh join us next week I'm Knox Phoenix I am Adam Savage. Hey, you know why my name is Adam Savage? I still haven't dear explained God, this. God. I was about to end the episode, please. <laughs> no, I've been playing on another account <sighs> because I've been so sad about my play recently, and I that account's name is Adam, and Adam Savage... The episode is this. over! You're not allowed to talk right now! Stop talking! <laughs> I'm talking. Gosh. I just miss these people. I'll, I'll see you next week. Remember from C.S. Lewis himself, friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another... Sorry, sorry, sorry. And the other responds with, no problem. <laughs> <laughs>